Two Dumb Vets is back. We're live here from the living room. And we wanted to rap about some things tonight. So as always, Dane here on the mic for you guys. David's also here. What's up, guys? With his super cool headphones on. Being a DJ. And an afro. It's actually but a lot better. We're, uh, we wanted to talk to you guys about training tonight and the carnivore diet, how it's going for me. Talk to you guys about what we learned in our 50K and our upcoming challenge because the coronavirus got our triathlon officially canceled. We were unable to complete that, which sucks because we were so ready. We were not really as ready as we should have been, but I would not have swam that much if I knew this thing was going to get canceled. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> like, I already, I'm not a swimmer. Bro. You swim like twice? I swam like eight times. Okay. I, I put in some time. I swam at least. That's two eight. more times than your uh, your 50K you did. Yeah, two more times than my 50K. I swam eight times, at least 700 meters each time. And, you know, I wasn't Michael Phelps in the water. I was more like Mikael Felipe in the water. Just flopping around, slapping my hands. But I did get some great swimming advice from... Mina from Kind of Fit, Kind of Fat. Yeah, she did. She gave me some really good swimming advice, which I'm actually kind of stoked to try out. But, David. What? How'd your swimming go, bro? Fine. I probably uh, swam about 20 times training for this, all with the snorkel on, (laughs) because I don't know how to swim, but... uh, I don't think it's the swimming that's a struggle. I think it's the breathing, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I about drowned one day drinking about a gallon of uh, chlorine water. But bro, but I know you lost weight after that swim. That chlorine water flushes you out. <laughs> yep, yep. That happened too. On a date. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, worst uh, experience of my life. So On a date. So what you're saying is like note to self. If I ever needed to drop some weight real quick, go for a swim with my mouth open. Yeah. All right, cool. Just, just making sure. Just making sure I was just tracking. Just breathe that. underwater. <laughs> just breathe underwater. All right, cool. Probably joke myself. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was doing a lot of biking on the Peloton during it, and I know my legs were ready. David can ride a bike. I mean, it was his main mode of transportation for, like, 12 years. It was a uh, Schwinn, but that shit had 12 speeds. But, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of sucks that the coronavirus got it, but you know what? What we are excited about is this 50-miler coming up. We are doing the Wild Wild West, sponsored by but not sponsored by Will Smith, 50-miler. Don't even know where it is. Signed up, though. Did you sign up, though? Mm-hmm. Signed up. $185 deep. I don't get this. That's what I don't get, though, man. I wanted to go back and forth with you on that a lot. May how come second. I gotta pay? How come I gotta pay somebody to run fifty miles? It's because they're you're paying for them to take care of you if you get lost. Yeah, I'm gonna get lost regardless, dude. I was delusional on our fifty k. Three, four, five, six weeks. It's on a Monday. Yeah. Sweet. We're off for two days then. Yeah, working four from day home. weekend. Working from the couches. Four day weekend. <laughs> but. I'm going to need to find me a 
a temporary girlfriend to take care of me that week. Yeah, David's David's taking applicants for temporary girlfriends. Sign up, ladies. Don't. Don't sign up. Like he give him like give him like thirty to forty five days. Just kidding. Then then he'll then he'll be ready. Like thirty, forty five days, yeah. He'll be shredded ish. <laughs> but um, you know, we're we're get, we signed up for this fifty. Um, I'm 21 days into the carnivore-ish diet. I had some fall-offs. I went to Disneyland with my little brother and my nephew, and they had to mess with me, and it was the Food and Wine Festival, and I got this chocolate hazelnut macaroon that was shaped like Mickey, and like if I didn't love my lady so much and somebody offered me that or spending my life with her, if I didn't love her so much, i promise you ought to chosen that cookie because that was it was just bomb now she's out here like threatening me but um you know it's the carnivore diet has been easy for the most part you know i had that little little slip um and i've had two other two other fall-offs with it um a cookie one and a half cookies and i've had some ice cream i've had ice cream twice and, but I'm down eight pounds. I feel great. Like my body actually feels really good. Um, I'm trying to get David to go on it because we're trying to get him to get his uh, forehead to stop wiggling. <laughs> you want to share that one with him? No. Your forehead wiggle, bro. What's, oh, yeah. motiv- what's motivating you to potentially go on this carnivore diet? As I got home from work today, I went, I put my sauna on a suit vest, my sweet sweat on, and went for an hour run slash walk because I'm not in shape anymore. Um, yeah, basically, Daniel was saying something, and I was like, I got mad. I said no, and when I shook my head hard at him, my the middle of my forehead started shaking. I was like, what the fuck is this? And so I was well, that's like, that forehead fat. That's last straw. <laughs> last straw <laughs> neglecting my, uh, my health. So yeah, I'm probably gonna wake up tomorrow around six and go get a ten mile in with the vest on and a sauna suit with my sweet sweat. Bro, you're on that sweet sweat. You should get sponsored. Yeah, all out of sweet sweat. We got you. Come at me. I'll rub it all over my belly for you. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that we all get to like that breaking point though when it comes to it's like we all go up and down. You know, I I don't think I'll ever be one of those people that is like always shred city because i like to live life too so you know it's like we all have that breaking point it's like okay i know once my body gets here i gotta kick that shit into gear you know and i think that for david it sounds like when the forehead shakes that belly creates quakes we gotta get rid of that shit (laughs) now yeah definitely been neglecting it but it is time Fuck this being fat. Yeah. You know, it's just getting healthy, doing the thing. But we got that 50 miler coming up. I'm stoked about that. Um, and I think that one of the hardest things that I wanted to kind of dive into with David is, you know, on, on one of our last podcasts, we talked about training while you're on the road. And one of the things that's coming up for a lot of people now is this coronavirus. Like we have, we have crazy people stopping by our office. Not crazy as in like the people are crazy, but we've had a lot of people stopping by our office trying to pick up products because they have to do workouts at home, like from our brand Shogun. And during this time of the coronavirus, you just got to kind of stay on it. 
You know, it's figure out ways to train, whether it's going out running, whether it's doing some body weight movements in the house. You know, it's like I got, I got a good buddy, Ryan Hall, who owns a gym and the, he's doing a lot of online training for his members and he's just putting it on Instagram and quite a few other gyms that I'm friends with there. We're all talking to them about how we can help because, you know, a lot of these gyms are shutting down and they're closed for this, this two week period. And their members are like, yo, I like cookies way too much. I got to work out. <laughs> and how can we help? So Shogun's we're trying to step up. No, it and- actually like shocked me to these past few days, how crazy it's been. Cause uh, as you guys know, we have a, another company, a logistics company that's primarily primarily taking over our lives. Yeah, like so, Shogun's just a is a passion project that we care a lot about. That's a company that's helped us, you know. Yeah, and then I get into the office, and Dane's all like, "Yeah, we're linking." I just see a bunch of messages on the Instagram because we both have access to it, and so I see like they're chatting back and forth. I was like, "Oh, cool, we may get a sale here or there," and then it went crazy, like online sales were just going like super crazy and then just people walking in trying to trying to get that good discount that we gave them but yeah it was just, it's super crazy it just it's it's nice to see like when i'm like because i started reaching out and you're, you're reaching out to to different gyms and people it's just nice to see that people were there trying to help each other out giving out free workouts giving out a, some kind of fitness plan because this is like it's pretty crazy out there right now you know and people just want to keep the routine and like people are quitting gyms and think the world's coming to the end you know so it's like like these communities that are out there that are giving their online services for free with their membership it's like it's refreshing you know to see people that are willing to give their time to help people get better you know so it's like when when all like when I saw that happening, I was like, dude, I'm going to start reaching out to people I know. And so it's like, it's, it's pretty cool. Like that you can help out and this kind of, I mean, help out in fitness and this crisis, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I've, I kind of see a couple of takeaways from it. Like I have a couple of takeaways from what I've seen lately. Like one, one thing that I think is awesome is that, you know, people are still trying to stay active during this time. That's something that, you know, obviously, obviously I have a lot of passion for because I created Shogun Sports to help people stay fit. So it's really cool to see that. But, you know, the, I think the big thing that jumps off the page to me is like how many people are just trying to help people. Yeah. You know, it's like there, there's a lot more selflessness going on right now in this time. And that's kind of refreshing because it's like, we can talk all the shit we want about people panicking over this. Yeah. There are people getting sick. Yeah. There are elderly people passing from this. So there, there is some seriousness to it, but I mean, it's kind of great to see, and it's kind of almost refreshing to see because our society gets torn apart so quickly. It's like, hey, you like Trump. I don't like you. Hey, you don't like Trump. I don't like you. Hey, you like guns. I don't like you. Hey, you don't like guns. I don't like you. And it's like everybody's combating each other and not just embracing people for who they are. Yeah. It's like, look at at your friends, man. David's my, my best friend. Like, I've known him longer than any friend that I've ever had legitimately that I still stay in contact with and from the surface people look at us and they're like damn how, how come you guys are so close and it's like we've just grown close over so many years and we have similar interests and we like the same things and we like doing the same things but it's you know it's like we don't always agree but we always have each other back and I think that like 
as a society, the one thing that's fallen off is like people not having each other's back during times like this shit. It's like, look at, look at all the crazy shit going on with politics right now and all the crazy things with everything. It's bullshit. No, like I was talking to our new, uh, brand ambassador Monique today and she's like, this is going to test humanity. I was like, it kind of is because it's like, it's going to make you think about the little things. You're all quarantined inside your house. Only so much TV you can watch. You're just going to have to, uh, be able to talk to the people that you're with all the time, you know, and just regain that, that, that family or that friendship and just, uh, have a better, better friendship. Like I was running today and these two dudes were walking their dog and they walked across the street cause I was coming and I was like, that's a coincidence. And then I was just running back and forth on one street. And so I, wa- I reached the end and turned around and started running again and I was catching up to them and there's somebody walking in front of them and they walked across the street. I was like, they are serious about this coronavirus and staying six feet away from people, but it's pretty crazy, man. It's, it's, it's an interesting time. Like even I saw that, remember that, uh, Big ass Asian dude that has his Instagram. Big ass Asian. Yeah, he was walking around our block today. I was like, this dude's getting it. out there, getting it. He can't, we can't lift oh, weights really? right now. Yeah, I saw him walking with his lady. I was like, what's up, man? Because he saw my uh, my SoCal powerlifting, so I just gave him a little nod while I was running right by him. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 an interesting time. Just see, just to see what people are doing now. It's like. I guarantee we're probably going to shut down for a few days. It's just inevitable. Everything is shutting down in increments, you know? So it's like, what can we do to like help people out, you know? And so that's like, that's what you started this company for, right? Just to help people out. And so it's just, it's yeah. kind of like your, your time right now. To I know it's like my time to shine, bro. Yeah. You're the, yeah. I'm, I'm here to help you out guy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been really cool lately because one, I've been able to work, we had the opportunity to help a lot more companies, a lot more companies to save money, become more efficient, everything else along those lines. And, you know, I actually got to have a really cool conversation tonight about someone who's trying to help really, she's really trying to push and help in the fitness space and make a difference and make an impact in the right ways, you know? Um, and I was talking to her and it's like, I, we get the opportunity to help her now because, or potentially help her. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a really cool time because this is our opportunity to do more, to do more what I ultimately care about, which is helping people grow companies and grow brands and everything else. And it's why I started this game, you know? And, uh, it's just, it's really cool, man. It's kind of, like you said, it's just, it's super refreshing to see that people are still connecting with one another because, you know, it's like, just like you said, it's like the people that are panicking, like, yo, I'm not getting it within six feet of you. I mean, I get it if it's first thing in the morning and David hasn't brushed his teeth and you don't want to go say what's up yet. I get that. But like, let's still be human beings and treat people like human beings because that's the first thing to go out is like, you start only caring about yourself. You're going to start treating people like shit. And it's like, let's keep that in because imagine how somebody feels if you walk up to them to say hi and I get it there's a whole space ordinance in in Orange County right now but it's like imagine how somebody feels imagine if I walked up to you and I was like yo bro you're way too close and you're like dude you're four feet from me (laughs) it's like just still be a decent person during this time I know I'm still shaking people's hands they're all like it's just a habit just to like when people are walking and I'm shaking their hands they're like 
oh, this is quarantine. It's like, oh, my bad. It's like, you can wash your hand. Like, we got we got bathrooms. We yeah. got hand sanitizer. We got soap. We, like, we got everything. But like, Sorry, dude. Like, your your cousin was wearing a, a mask around me. Cause oh, I my God. That shit was, was so funny. under the weather because of the, the weather change. And I was like, dude, I'm good. I just, like, have a runny nose. And he's all like, don't come close to me, bro. You're too close. And Dane and I sit, like, four feet from each other. So it's like, okay. Yeah, we went and played golf with my little brother and... David's allergies flared up on like the 16th hole or something like that. And it's like, I, can, I know what it is. I know it's allergies. I spend every day with the dude. I know what's going on. And my cousin walked in with that mask on. He's like, bro, you got Corona. You got to go home. And I was like, fuck that. You're working, bro. We got way too much shit going on. I was like, tell Dane because he won't let me leave. Yeah. But I mean. You know, just looking at everything, it's like, what are the things that jump out to you right now as far as, like, what you're trying to pay attention to into in this time? Like, what are you paying attention to as far as, like, making sure you keep your daily routine in? What are you, what are you doing right now to make sure that, you know, I know personally for me, like, if I'm laying around all day, the last thing I'm going to want to do is eat clean. The last thing. I'm going to be like, damn, what's in my fridge that I can make, make fast? Do I have ice cream in the freezer? How many cookies do I have left? But it's like, what are the things that you kind of like put in for yourself in regards to, you know, in a time like this to where you potentially could be, put, could be quarantined? Like, what are you, what are your steps? For in regards to like food? And yeah. Like, what do you do? Diet, like, what do you do like to stay healthy? Because it's like, if you're locked in your house for three days, yeah. what are you going to do to stay healthy? Like, obviously there's grocery store runs and it's like, what you, what do you focus Bro, on there? If it's three days, I'll just fast for three days. I'm good. I yeah, can that is, that is I true. can live without food. Yo, people, when days. David fast, he is the nicest person. <laughs> I shit you not that I have ever met. He's like, hey man, I just wanted to make sure you're doing well today. And I'm like, who in the fuck is this? Yeah, people are all getting all crazy. It's like it's two weeks, guys. You can find something in your cupboard and eat it. And it's like, if anything, I'm just gonna get shredded on this corona uh quarantine. Yeah. I mean we went out we went out the day before the lockdown and went to Whole Foods and we bought a bunch of meat and everything else because it was basically the only place that didn't have 800 people in line and really had stock in meat. Yeah. And so we went out and got meat and everything else but like during this I was just like okay I got to get meat for like myself, my lady and David and make sure that we have meat and simple stuff to go with it if you're not doing the carnivore diet. Like I am because that makes me feel amazing to circle back around to that. But, you know, got the basics, got the necessities. We have the bread in the fridge. And it's like just making sure that we had sparkly water. Gotta have that meat, bubbly. Gotta have bubbly. And then, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, cheese. Yeah, have some cheese because David's obsession with charcuterie boards. Like but, you know. Charcuterie like, life. When with this lockdown, it's like people need to still be active, you know, just like he said, it's like one of that, that big Asian dude, he's massive and incredibly strong, super nice dude. But it's like he's out walking with his lady, you know, it's like stay active. You can still get outside and go walk around your house, your block, your apartment building, yeah. whatever it is. It's like get outside, and move your body, because the worst thing for it is dormancy. Oh, guys, we don't call him the big Asian dude. That's like his instagram tag i don't yeah. actually know his name and not being racist yeah <laughs> like that, that's the, that we, we know him by his instagram handle <laughs> that big asian guy or whatever it's called that's yeah. his instagram but um 
yeah, no, like to get healthy. No, I haven't been healthy this past year, but like basically, I think just my routine, just switching that up again. Um, start. Uh, like I bounce back and forth. I just think balance for is just right for me. Hey, hey, bro, we're recording. Can you stop licking yourself? Sorry, that's my dog. Uh, getting ready for bed. Um, no, just balance, balance with life, you know, um, I know that if I get home from work, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to go work out if I don't go right away. You know, I gotta like come home, drink coffee, take a shower because I don't like working out before I, or yeah, working out non-showered because I know I'm going to stink. I just don't want to go all day and working and then go work out. It's weird to me. Yeah, David's a shower before gym. Yeah, shower. I think it also wakes him up, too. Probably, you know, and so, yeah, that's what I did today. I got home, took a shower, and then went running, you know, because I know I'm not going to do it at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock when you're winding down, when you are you can do a podcast, or if you're working a little bit, you're just like, it's not worth it. Yeah, like, we're still going back and forth with China right now on ordering restock, so. Yeah, so it's like, I know something's going to happen, so I'm going to get home and just go. You know, I was answering texts and stuff while I was running. So it's like, it's nonstop, but it's like, I need to get back on the routine. Like, my alarm goes off every day at 6. But I'm always used to just snoozing and waking up at 8 or 9 or, well, lately I've been waking up at 9. Um, but I just need to get back at it, you know. Wake up at 6, drink some coffee, and go for a run. What do you think that fall off was for you, though? Because it's like, <sighs> obviously I know you, we... We spend, excuse me, we spend every day together. It's like, what was that, what was that point that you can look back now and notice of like, dude, we busted, like you busted your ass. I did six training runs for a 50K, but it's like, dude, you were out running a half marathon almost a day down in Huntington and you were really pushing it. And then you got sick. Then we did a 50K, but it's like, it seems like since that 50K, you would go through these spurts of getting serious. Like you hired a coach that you were paying astronomical amounts for to, to get you stronger for a meet that you wanted to do, but you didn't do that. So it's like, what was that fall off point for you? What do you think? Like a fall off was when I tore my pec because bench was my, like my jam, you know? And so it's like, like I used to do Oli. I used to do some powerlifting and I just stopped squatting and deadlifting. And That's Olympic lifting for some people. Oh, that don't know well, what you, Oli is. If you don't know, then... Now you know. Now you know. Um, and so, coached it and all that. And so, it's like, like that. those were my, my my passion, you know? Like, just like with golf for you, that was me for Oli. And so, it's like, it it sucked not being able to do it or just always hurting myself six months into something and having to take a month off and working out, you know? And so, that's what, like was the last straw because I was running and passionate about that because I had goals for that. Excuse me. But um, it was the my pec tearing. Like, it still hurts to the day, you know. Like, I was trying to – what was the weight I was trying to do? I think I was just trying to do flies with – or dumbbell presses with 50s, and I was like, oh, this hurts. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like – and that is what's gotten, like, gotten me. Like, I know I need to adapt my training for something else, but it's just like – I don't want to, you know, I was so used to just benching and then running for forever. And now I can't bench. I'm getting soft, getting little titties. 
But yep, yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what hit me. And then you know, I like we've touched on this. It's just like I suffer from depression and stuff like that, and so sometimes it hits me in waves and. It's rough, especially when I gain weight. And once I'm over like 210, I feel it, you know, just my body and just my mind's not there. And so just trying to uh, find motivation. Apparently, my forehead shaking is my motivation because that shit's not going to happen again. Yeah. I mean, I think that like David and I hit on in our first podcast is fitness has been an outlet for us. And it's been a very strong outlet in dealing with struggles, dealing with depression, dealing with everything. It's, you know, it's like I do a workout regardless of what it is, whether it's a 30 minute Peloton class, whether David and I are in the gym for an hour, whatever that is. And I just feel more, I feel happier. You know, I feel more alive. I feel more of myself. And so, you know, it's like, I notice you when it goes down. Like, I know exactly when you're going to start gaining weight. I can see it on you. (laughs) I'm being, just being legit. It's like when you start hermiting, and being like a super hermit, I know that the weight's getting ready to come on because something's going on. And it's like, you know, it's like we can kind of use this as a lesson, not only for ourselves, but like a lesson for other people to look at. It's like when you find these stable things in your life that you know help and benefit you, try and keep that in your in your day. Like, it's like one, we're lucky enough to have one another to push each other. And it's like, trust me, the amount of times David has called me fat the amount of times David has fat shamed me for eating something or done that. It's like, it's, it's not, it's done out of humor and it's also done out of love though too, because it's like, this dude's like a brother to me. And so you want to, you know, when I see this, I'm like, yo man, we need to get back at it. Yo, we need to get back to LA. We need to get back to SoCal. We need to get back to doing warehouse workouts. But it's like this, this whole thing that's going on with Corona or COVID-19, it's like, Dude, this is this has the potential of like creating more depression because people are getting out of their routines. And so it's like just kind of make yourself aware of that that it's like still be you. Like like one thing, you know, David just mentioned is like, you know, he, he was he's had to step away from doing and kind of like phase out of doing something he really loved and cared about. So that obviously when you take away something you have passion for has the potential of creating that. So it's Figuring out how to keep it in your life to an existence or to like keep it in your life a little bit or find something that's similar that creates this a similar joy or a happiness for you and start doing that. It's like, do I miss CrossFit all the time? I just know that with two ACL reconstructions and a shoulder that aches and then also gorilla arms that drag on the ground that I can't clean. Dude, that shit was so funny when we were trying to do muscle-ups a few weeks ago. Oh, God. (laughs) But, you know, it's like I miss CrossFit, so I've just had to find other things that I I like now. You know, and it's like it's just replacing that with other things. And so it's like, dude, you know that you are always going to be strong. You know that you can easily build your endurance up for running. Mm. You know that swimming is not your strong suit. Yes. But it's like, what are you going to do now? And like, what have you been thinking about doing or re-implementing to get yourself back on? Like, get yourself back on track. I know you talk about your, we're going running in the morning. Yeah, we're going running in the morning because we have a 50-mile race coming up. Mm-hmm. And I don't like second place. 
that's why I took first place in our first we'll ultra get, marathon. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, no, like, like for me, you know how hard I work out and how, like, when I'm driven, like, I can work out for four hours a day. Yeah. You know, straight. And so it's like, whenever we we start working out early in the morning and just doing like this, like, I mean, our program did, but it, I I still think it wasn't enough. Um, it just felt like a shit workout because it was an hour, you know. It's like that's my mindset. I've always like these past few years. I work out for two hours minimum a day, or like minimum at a time, you know. And I usually do two a days, and so that's what I think I need to get back into. Just fucking two, three hours in the morning, two, three hours at night, and just ragdoll my fucking or not ragdoll, but just like fucking grind the shit out and just lose this weight that I've gained and just keep going because it's like I've I've. I always allow myself during wintertime. I know wintertime is just like easy, easy just to not care. And then once summer comes and you can't fit into your shirt or shorts and your t-shirts are super tight on you. It's like, Oh, no wonder these sweatshirts are like two X now. <laughs> and so it's like thick boys. Yeah. And I've washed them so many times that they're <laughs> barely touching the bottom of my belly. But, uh, no, I just need, uh, I just need to go hard again, which yeah. is going to suck I mean, for you because I'm going to make you go hard with me. Yeah. I mean, I'm trust me, I'm always the game. You know that. Uh, I sign up for all these dumbass races and everything else because you, you're like, hey, we're doing this. I'm like, all right, pretty much. I, I think it's kind of like the, I think it's kind of the ebb and flow and like the give and take of our relationship because I'm like, hey, we got to stay at the office till seven o'clock and get this shit done. And you're like, all right, I got something working for you. Dane, we're doing a hundred mile race at the end of the year. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's kind of just, you know, the little game we have with ourselves, but like, dude, we work so much. You to train four hours a day isn't always going to be easy. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, with the programming that you wrote, I continued to go in the mornings just because I've been really motivated lately. I think it's all these articles I read about top CEOs in the world all train in the morning at between 5 and 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And it's like all these people that I look up to, it's like people that I look up to, they're always getting it done, getting it out of the way first thing in the morning. But what I did was I took your programming and changed all the rep schemes to super high reps. And so it felt more like a, you know, high intense CrossFit style workout to where I was constantly going. Yeah. And it's like, that made a difference for me. And I was able to get that done in an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it wasn't two of us doing, taking breaks and bullshit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but basically right now, since we have six weeks or so to our marathon, yeah. nothing but a lot of, not running, but a lot of intervals, slow, heavy, uh, weighted vests, maybe uh, sled sled stuff in the morning, at, or not in the morning, but in the afternoon with our uh, sled that we have. Yeah, I was, I was doing sled stuff at the at LA Fitness the other day on the turf. Sandbag carry, stuff like that, just to endure the body, because I'm going to try to do this 50 miler in 14 to 15 hours with with a eight station stop. So it's like, that's a constant, like four mile per hour pace, which is you've, you've realized I, I walked that. that. Yeah. Well, you walk that, but that's, it's a lot. And yeah. so, but let's transition since we've never really talked about it, about our first, actually what started this whole yeah. ever fitness, fitness endeavor is our 50 K that I, made Dane sign up for and he beat me by nine minutes. It was a lot longer than nine minutes. 
bro. Was it nine minutes? Was it longer? It was longer than nine minutes. I, I looked at my I looked at my Garmin app just to make sure. Pretty sure it was nine minutes. It was longer than nine minutes. Just because some girl who will remain unnamed Don't said it was nine minutes. Don't be rude. We know uh, that wasn't nine minutes. I so, had enough time to get a hamburger from the up. station and changing the flip flops hey, and put band aids on my blisters. So day and I, what was it? September when we did it? Uh yeah. I think it was July or September. Uh, August or September. So I got Dane hooked on a guy named Nick Bear. He's a podcast, YouTube. Uh, Veteran business owner. Yeah. And so Nick Bear has started. Uh, he was a bodybuilder. Now he's doing uh, like marathons and stuff like that. Yeah, he's trying to qualify for Boston right now. Yeah, and so I got Dane hooked on him. And Dane was all like, I want to run a marathon. I was like, let's do this. And so we signed up for, did you even sign up for anything? Oh, we, we signed up for the marathon and he did a half marathon. No, the first race we did, I signed up for, you, you to, I told you I was going to sign up for a 10 K cause I hadn't ran a long well, distance. Ran 15, right? I ran 15 and then I stopped at my, after I finished 15 and I wanted to continue to run. So I just ran you, back to you on your marathon. You came back the last two miles for me. Yeah. Two, two, three miles. miles yeah. yeah. You ran two And so we signed up for that cause that was my first, because I was training for a marathon. That was my first marathon ever um and so like we did that and then dan caught the bug and he's all like i want to do a marathon i was like well we got this uh 30 was it 30k 50k or 50k 31.6 miles or apparently apparently that's like one of the hardest 50ks you can do out here we were told after but uh yeah so we signed up for that um I, I i became fascinated with ultra marathon runners yeah like just the, the fascinated with them. The mindset that they have is just no quit and just grind it out. They runners will just keep going until like they start hallucinating and saying things. It's like I had that experience. I had two buddies that did the Tahoe 200 and they asked me to come pace them. I don't know why. Um, and so I went out there. They wanted a time to run slow. Yeah. They wanted to walk at two, two miles per hour. Um, so I went out there, um, paced them for 50 straight miles Took 24 hours because they took some naps in between. And I was starting to see things because, <laughs> like, I couldn't really sleep because it's just like we're they're sleeping in a, a Tahoe or something or a Suburban. And I was sitting in the front seat waiting for them. And, uh, yeah, so I did 50 miles with them. And then, like, a month later, we signed up for for the uh, – or Chino we Hills. had the Chino Hills 50K. And, yeah, good. Tell, tell me how, many, uh, how you trained and – what you do for this uh, 50K, Dave? Yeah, I mean, like David said, I caught the bug. You know, I I ran that, and then I I watched this, like, 30-minute YouTube documentary on two best friends, and they decided to do a 100-mile race together. And I was like, yo, we need to do something like this. This is great. And I was like, yes, I'm gonna take this super, super serious. And I did six training runs for it. I probably ran a total of 45 miles. That was the last time I've ever asked Dane to work out with me because he is the biggest flake ever. Oh, when it comes to, he's like, hey, I think we need to go run 15 miles tonight. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go do that. Then I get home and I'm like, man, I got to get on the phone with China. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I learned my lesson. Um, I did did six training runs for it. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, it, I think it really just speaks to my incredible 
athletic ability that I beat David after all the training runs. Like, he did. I was super surprised how, like, you just had so much energy. I was like, I might be able to catch him. And then, like, death hit me on that one, you know, that weird turnaround that you did, like, a figure eight to oh, yeah, and meet up. Like, that first one, I was like, this is just, like, ridiculously hot. Like, I can't handle this. And then we left our. Walking sticks because oh my god, I wanted to kill that too. So uh, there was no more hills when there was we, nothing we, but hills. We got the whole trekking pole thing. David ordered his trekking pole, so we got those in. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be great because one of the hills there, I I know now to have them because it, I was going at a thirty six mile per hour pace or no thirty six thirty six minute mile or yeah. thirty six minute mile pace for this hill. And he's like, no, no, man, all the, all the hill, the rest of the hills are super small. Yeah, he was a liar. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, tw- I I look back at some of my videos from it, and it was like, at twelve miles into the race, I was forty minutes at thirty five minutes ahead of the pace I had set for myself. Yeah, we were flying like once when they said go, and everybody started running, and you're like, bye. I was like, all right, we're running our own race because it's like I'm setting myself because I know this is going to be a uh, a turtle race, not a uh, well, not a sprint or whatever you call it. But yeah. it was, it was, it was, I was proud of you because I was like, fuck, he's actually doing it. You know, um, I was sick. Yeah, he was, he was sick two weeks before it. Two weeks, like antibiotics sick for 10 days. I was on him. But regardless of the fact he kicked my ass, um, which was, was pretty cool. You know, I was like, I, it really tests you out there when, like, you, it's one way back. So you walk out there and you come back. And so it's like, all right. You, is it going to be nine hours or is it going to be 20 hours? It's, it's going to, it's a, it's a test. It's a definitely mental thing uh, physically, obviously, but if you're somewhat fit, you can walk. Yeah. I mean, there was people out there that were finishing in like 10 and 12 hours. I looked up afterwards and it's like, they just walked and they just wanted to prove to themselves. It's like, just like I talked to you after the race, it was like one of my biggest takeaways from this race is like that shit was like running a business legit. It was like you have great highs because you get 12 miles in and you're a half hour, 45 minutes ahead of pace. And then you have incredible lows because you're pacing at a 36 minute mile up this fucking hill. And I was literally at one point in time, I was taking 10 steps, turning around and squatting down so I could stretch my legs. Like the last, I believe the last 10 miles or so, I... Like some girl were passing each other back and forth. She was walking, I was running, and eventually she passed me because I was just dead tired. And I caught up with her at a checkpoint, and she was about to call it quits. She was like, "I'm done." Like I, I like I, because I've talked to her before, so I stopped and just sit, checked on her. And she's like, "I'm done." Like like I'm just gonna get in the car and go home. And we had like ten miles left. And I was like, "I'll walk with you if you want me to walk with you." You know, it's like. I'm dying as as is. Like I'll walk at your pace if you want. And for yeah. the first three or four miles, she was like walking at the slowest pace ever, which is fine because I like no lie. I was like I was appreciating it because it was like I get to talk to somebody, and I'm dying as well. So it's like, and she was very little, so her pace wasn't wasn't crazy. And then it's like, like she started after the first three miles, she started like in a pep to her step. You know, and it was just like we were running and. It was, it was, it was fun, you know, and like made me feel good to be able to be there for somebody when they're ready to quit on the brinks of quitting, you know, cause she was on the brinks of quitting. I was like, dude, just walk with me. 
you know, it's like, I got you. If you fall out, it's like, I have a cell phone. We can call somebody. We can figure it out. I'll carry you somewhere, you know? And so yeah. it's like it, those type of people is like how, like what I really like in my life, you know, like, I don't like we've said, we don't have a lot of friends or I don't have a lot of friends, you know, but all the friends I do have, like if I call them or need them, they're there for me, you know, they're down. Yeah. Like I got my buddy Kyle that's a dickhead and talk shit every time I post a, a video of our, our podcast, but it's like, if I ever need him, he's there. You know, yeah, and so it's like those people that that are down for you, or those people that are just aren't quitters. It's like those are people I fuck with. Yeah, I think that that's a big thing for you. It's like, you know, I'm I'm Mister Love Everyone, Hug Everyone. Uh, you know, that's like me. Yeah, it's like I like to talk to everyone and just kind of. I think everybody's cool in their own right. Kind of, I've always had that mentality, but you know, it's like the one thing that I always notice about you is like when we look at like what you did during this 50 K it's like, it just kind of speaks to you as your character. It's like, you've always just been that loyal ass dude that is always there. And it's like, I mean, look at, look at where we are now. It's like, we're sitting on a couch in the living room because I convinced you to move out here and start companies with me Mm -hmm. and do this. So it's like, you've always been there and you've, but you've also always been that hard ass. That's like, Oh, you're a little bitch. Yeah. Get off here get out of here we don't deal with that so it's like you know i think that that's kind of cool it was really awesome that you did that and everything else because it's like dude we uh, the cool thing about that ultra community that like i really enjoyed was like legit people were there for one another you know yeah it's like you're you're running your own race trust me there were points in time where i was like i didn't see someone for it felt like a grip but then you get to an aid station and it's like six people sitting there making sure that you had electrolytes, water, fruit, nasty ass potatoes. But it's like, you know, it's like there it's I think that what it drew me to it was that community. You know, it's like seeing people that were always all there for the same purpose of and they was to be honest it was just a support. Mm-hmm. That's really what they were there for. It's like they took out what 12 to 14 hours of their Saturday yeah. to go sit somewhere and it's, it was hot as shit. It was like record high as far as heat out there. It was at one point in time, it was like a hundred and something degrees. And it's like 106 I got up to, but it was just like a dry heat. Like, like I ran out of water every damn aid station, like yeah. probably like three miles to an aid station. So I was like, man, this is not cool. Like I'm going to die out here. But, uh, no, it, it is. It, it's an interesting community, you know, like one that I want to get more into. That's why. It's like kind of pissed at myself for getting this not big. I mean, I'm not as big as I used to be, but it's like I'm still big. You know, it's like I should be like halfway to my goals this year. And it's like I'm not even close. I haven't even started basically, you know. And so it's like I want to get more into just being healthier. And I think it's just being that mindset. It's like kind of like quitting i've been quitting my body you know on me and yeah quitting my diet and quitting everything it's just like all right and stop being a bitch and stop being a quitter and get back on it i know you should just watch your videos where you talked about how bad that shit sucked what? on the 50k what video oh i thought you did videos like i did like i did videos the whole race i didn't do shit oh i did my, videos and i was like 
12 miles in here. Dude, I was, and then I was so like, pissed this off. This shit's fucking miserable. I don't. I just want to quit right now at those, like 22 miles in. Those stupid Dre beats that don't work, like one wasn't working the entire time. Oh, yeah. And so I basically, I wanted to throw them out, but we took them back. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Apple all the way. Yeah. And so I was so mad. I was so mad about that because it was like, yeah, the race was about to start. And I put one in, I put the other one in, and it wouldn't fucking connect. I was like, this is going to piss me off. So I just took it both out and wasn't listening to music. I, it just it was a bad start to a race. I was so pissed. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, that was that was fun. One that I want um, to do. Uh, that got me thinking, though, to remember that uh, post I sent you a few weeks ago that the fuck's that black dude's name? That's a badass. In Maybe what? So? Oh, David Goggins? Yeah, he did that 48, 48. Or four, four. He did four by 48. Four by four by 48. Yeah. Yeah. Four mile run every four hours for 48 hours. Yeah. We're going to do that. Yeah, I'm in. I also, I also think that this there's weekend. like, just to throw this out there and just like, so if there are people out there listening, they can hear this, but it's like one thing David and I talked about is we want to bring more awareness to the veteran community and the over prescription of psychiatric drugs in the veteran community rather than actually just communicating and helping people. Because I think that there's a difference between helping someone and just throwing a bottle of pills at them. Yeah, I think definitely. that there's a huge difference, but David, David's one of his passion projects. I think this year is going to be putting on a 24 hour race. Yeah. He I wants to put on a 24 hour race where it is everything like, to be honest, him and I'll probably end up coming out of pocket to sponsor the whole race mm-hmm. and all proceeds are going to go to helping veterans deal with the uh, like over prescription and to be honest abuse of psychiatric drugs and just to kind of motivate people so that's something that we'll obviously talk about more but i think that one of the cool like it was just it was such a cool experience and i would i would recommend that everybody do it because if you tell me that you can't walk 31 miles you better have a damn good excuse why you couldn't because i was in nowhere near shape that i wanted to be in for it you were sick going into it i saw p there was an older guy, probably 65 years old, flying past me. Yeah. You'll be surprised to what you can do. The last marathon we did down in, what was that? San Diego. In San Diego. Um, There's all shapes and sizes. All better, whatever, yeah. Yeah, you know? and one dude was, he had a, a 10K, um, what do you call those little tags? That, bib? Bib, yeah, 10K bib on, and I was running past him finishing my marathon and we're like a mile out he's like dude i don't know how you can do that i was like bro you just gotta run your race man you'll be there you know and yeah. it's just like when he 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 was a very big individual but it's like dude you signed up for something you're you're gonna finish it like doesn't matter if you're walking it's yeah, like gotta respect that yeah so it's like dude you signed up you could have done something else for your weekend but you're here you know so it's like it, that made me actually run a little bit faster to get get home because it's like that race i was not prepared for anything um hurt myself during that race but it's like with yeah like may you may not be able to run 31 miles but you can walk walk a block you know you can walk up and down your stairs during quarantine you can <laughs> that little video that we watched earlier look at that guy oh my god uh, squirting you gotta find it it's somewhere <laughs> yeah it's like this this dad in the kitchen squirts soap on the ground put some water down and he's running holding his counter like the treadmill <laughs> that shit was i was dying he doing he was walking uh, in place but um yeah it's it's 
surprising what your body can do if you can put your mind to it you know it's like there's so many times i wanted to quit i rolled my ankle this last marathon we did what was it march uh, mm-hmm. february 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 um i rolled my ankle pretty bad six miles in ran awkward for like two or three miles because it was just hurting so bad got a huge blister on my other foot because of that and i had what 20 miles to go 18 miles to go probably at that point and so yeah 18 miles to go and so it's like i'm not a quitter i should have quit probably but it's like you know what it's like i will probably be able to take a few weeks off i'm not gonna miss work because it's like i can work from home if i need to you know you had the rest of the day to take off but it's just like a mental check i just used it as a mental check like whenever i'm not prepared for anything i like to mental check myself because it's just like like my body's not ready for it like i don't have like i wanted to finish a marathon in a certain time but i knew i was going to make that time you know so it's like do i quit or do i just keep going and for me it's just keep going why quit it's like I know I was injured, but it's like who cares, you know? It's like it's not it's not gonna nothing like time will heal it. It's not like something super bad. It was just an ankle yeah. roll that hurt for a few it's not, days. It's not after. like you blew out your ACL or something like that on the run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was it was a little speed bump. But I think that also speaks to like I I think that, that speaks to one, who you are as a person, but it's also like just to show other people, it's like, dude, trust me. Many people could have justified quitting at that point. Yeah. You know, it's like, but just to prove to yourself, it's like, man, if you guys want to start something new, if you want to challenge yourself, like get the fuck out there and do it. So I trust me, I will beat him in this next 50 mile. Guarantee you don't. I will. But, you know, we're, we're, we're not at surf and turf level yet to where we can put like a thousand on it. But there'll be a bet on this. We're still we'll you get creative with it. You don't want to bet me money, but um, you know how much I get. I'm a gambler. <laughs> I, am. It's a I will fucking be out there. I'm like, you coming to work today? Nope. <laughs> I'm training for six weeks straight. But um, maybe I'll put a bet on it, like right before the race, <laughs> so that he's not prepared. But you know, it's like I think that it just speaks to like one, it speaks to you as a person, but it it also just should speak to everybody, man. It's like get out there, challenge yourself, do something. You know, it's like we say it, we say it constantly, but we say it because we believe that shit. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, we all have ups and downs in life. We all have shit that happens, but it's like, man, if you want to start something new, start something new. So I, I think that the one thing that, you know, not the one thing, but I think one of the things that kind of like drew you into this was one, I'm a salesman and everything else, but I think that you saw that it's like, dude, I don't care if it's 5 a.m. in the morning, I got to get to the office and I don't leave till midnight. I'm going to stay there till the job gets done. And it's just kind of how I've always been, like thanks to my grandfather and my father. But, you know. And if you're uh, you're that kind of mindset and you're looking for a job, hit us up. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely going to be hiring for sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, you know, like, way, dude, it's like we just go. That's, that's kind of how we have to live our life. I think that the military definitely helped with that because it was like, didn't really have an option. I, I I wouldn't even say much of military. It was just basically how you're raised. Like how once we released the Cody story of how you guys were raised, it's just yeah. similar, similar mindsets. You know, it's just like people like it wasn't the military that brought us together. It's the mindset, you know, yeah. we all know those fuckheads in the military that we don't like. 
a bunch of slap dicks. Yeah, and so it's like everybody that were like-minded from different places got together. And so yeah. it's like I have buddies from North Carolina. I got buddies from New York. I got buddies from Florida, you know, and you're from California. Yeah. And so it's like we all were from different areas thrown together, and we all managed to figure out who was we're going to be friends with. Well, yeah, yeah, like at the end of the day, who was legit? Because there's like five people that I still talk to from the military, and we deployed with how many? Like 300? Uh, 150 ish, like 152. Yeah, I think I still talk to, I still talk to you. I occasionally talk to Kyle, and I'm always going to be cool with Kyle because yeah. we always had that relationship with him. And, um, like occasionally talk to three other people, I think, in total. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I talk to is you and Kyle. Um, another buddy named Colin every now and then, but it's just like a, Hey, you in town, let's party kind of thing. You know, yeah. like that's with most of the military guys. Like what was that dude that used to always run around naked? Get caught. Remember he got caught running on the roof naked. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> and he got in trouble. He had to build a wall. <laughs> 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 he had to build a wall and take it down and build another wall. Um, Fuck, I forgot. Oh, yeah, I and him too. Bad. Like we used to. Uh, whenever he hits me up, I'm always down. I'm always down to hang out with uh, guys I've served with. But it's like people that you're close with that you still call a friend. You know that you yeah. hit up every now and then. Like I can like for me friends like we could always just take a break and then just rekindle it after like start from start from where we left off. That's how the type of guy I'm. A, I don't need constant. Hey, I need to talk to you every week or I need to talk to you every day. It's like I see you when I see you, but it's like. Bro, I think it was like we would talk every what at points. It was like, yo, I hadn't talked to you in a year. Yeah, and it was like it, it was like I saw you yesterday. You're like, hey man, call me. I'd call you right away. I'd be like, what's yeah. up, dude? And we just bullshit and catch yeah. up, and then be like, all right, see you in a year. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's like all that's right, how man, it was. later. I think I think it's important though because it's like those are the, those are the kind of relationships that you know I think genuinely fall in the friend category. Like, that's friend. That's, like, pretty much family, though. It's, like, when I look at all that shit, it's, like, you and Kyle, you're, like, family. You're, like, brothers to me. Mm. And, uh, you know, luckily enough, I have a few other friends like that. It's, like, I could not talk to them for six months, and it's, like, yo, man, what's good? Yeah. Yeah, just, like, with, I got a buddy in North Carolina that we've only been friends for a few years, but it's, like, I feel like we're, like, super close, and it's, like, we don't talk every day, but I, I send him a text, and he called me right away. <laughs> You know, yeah. I was like, hey, what's up, man? But I was like, we were looking at warehouses so I can talk to them. But it's like, yeah, you got friends that are, you can just, like, catch up when you want to. And, you know, you don't need to, like, for me, I'm not the type of guy that's a needy dude that needs to hang out with people all the time. Or, and so it's like, it's cool to have those friends that you can just be like, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. just kind of be like, what's good? And I'm mean, always there for you. Always there to push you when you need it. Yeah. Always there to challenge you when you need it. Yeah. But... I think we're going to wrap this up, and I think that my leaving thought, I'll let David give his own, but my leaving thought is, you know, go out there and find a friend. Stay active during this coronavirus. Get healthy. Get out there. Challenge yourself. If you're dealing with something, man, you guys can reach out to us. You can hit us up on the Shogun Sports page, the 2 Don Vets Instagram. Like, if you're dealing with something and you just need to talk, or just have a question of how we dealt with something or whatever, like hit us up, man. That's what we're all about. It's like, we're all about helping people. And, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's uh two dumb vets, Instagram. We'll get a uh, email made eventually, but yeah, I'll make one tomorrow. If you're this early in the game, you can just look us up and send us a DM. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but that's it. I got nothing really. Don't, yeah. don't make a friend right now because it's Corona season. I mean, yeah, like make a friend with a mask. <laughs> but all right, we're out. All right, guys.